On today's episode of Self Love Ignited, we are talking about body image and how common body image challenges are. So if you've been wondering this, if you are struggling and you're feeling isolated or alone, you are not alone. And I'm also gonna give you a great simple tip to help you begin to transform this right now. My name is Katie Allen and this is Self Love Ignited. Let's get to it. today's episode, we are talking about body image, about body shame, and how common it is to have struggles around this. Now, this is a question that I actually field on a surprisingly regular basis um, on social media, via email. You know, I get women reaching out to me saying, how common is this? Like, is it weird that I'm struggling with my body image? Am I like the crazy one because I feel really self-conscious and like just straight up, I just wanna say there's nothing wrong with you. All right, it is incredibly common. And the more we talk about this, the more conversations that we have around body image and around how we relate to our bodies, the more empowered we are to change it, really. Essentially, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Um, So before we get into the statistics about, you know, how common it is and things like that, first off, I just want to say, you know, let's talk about what is body image. Let's just really be clear. And body image is essentially how we feel about, speak about, and relate to our bodies. And it is a complex, multifaceted type relationship. All right. This is not just a good or bad, positive or negative. It is much like any other relationship in your life, quite complex, okay? But I mean, the really simplified version is how you speak to and relate to and feel about the body that you are in. And, you know, research has proven that when you have a poor body image, um, it puts you at really high risk of so many different challenges. First of all, it's really stressful. Um, it puts you at a higher risk of things like eating disorders, things like drug and alcohol abuse, um, substance abuse issues, um, depression, anxiety, other sorts of mental illness. Um, it changes how you relate to people. Um, it can change your friendships. It can change your partnerships, right? Like your romantic relationships. It can change your sex life, your intimacy, how you show up with other people in your life. If you are a parent, it can actually impact, it does impact how you parent your children, um, the activities that you do with them. You know, so having a negative body image is not just like a, nah, it is what it is. This is something that is really serious. And it really can have a hugely detrimental impact on your life. And it's just really important. Like I said before, it's important that we have these conversations. When you feel really alone in something, when you're struggling, if you're you're struggling with a really, really poor body image and you feel really alone, that leads to feelings of isolation, feelings of hopelessness and it can make you feel really ashamed. And that's what isolation does. Isolation breeds shame. And in case you were wondering, you know, there's the term shame and guilt, those two terms, which are quite often interchanged a lot, but they're actually really 
incredibly different things. So guilt is I'm a bad person because I did a bad thing. Shame is I am a bad person, right? So guilt is I did a bad thing, which makes me bad. Shame is I'm a bad person, period. I'm ashamed of something that I did. I'm ashamed of myself. So one is like an external about an action or a choice you made. Shame is an internal about yourself. Okay, so if you are struggling with a really, really poor body image and you're feeling isolated and alone and maybe hopeless, um, please just know that you're not alone. And this is absolutely nothing, 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 nothing to be ashamed of. For years, years, decades, not sure if I'd go so far as to say decades, but years for sure, I suffered from a terrible body image. I used to cry myself to sleep every night. I was convinced that nobody would ever love me if I looked the way I did. I was convinced that I was ugly and disgusting and I was gonna die alone. I was convinced that um, nobody wanted me and that I should just settle for whoever came along, which led to a couple of very questionable relationships in my younger years. Um, it led me to take lower paying jobs because I didn't feel like I was worthy of more. It led me to stop doing the things that I loved, right? I dropped out of swimming lessons when I was a little kid. I dropped out of pretty much every sport that I was ever a part of because I was ashamed of being seen because I felt like in a fat body, I didn't belong. Um, so having a really poor body image impacted me for a very long time. And I mean, I'm still dealing with it, right? This is your relationship with yourself, your relationship with your body and relationships are ongoing. There is no end point. There is no end point. So this is constantly evolving. And, you know, I still have challenging days sometimes, but it certainly is not my norm anymore. And I don't live there anymore, um, but I still feel it. I still feel it. So you're not alone. All right, that's really just what I want to get to with that. So let's look at some statistics. And these are not mine, okay? I'm going to put the link in the show notes from the website that I got these from. And um, on that website, they link to every individual study that I'm going to talk about, okay? So I did not make this up. I am literally, I have a second screen right over here. I'm literally reading these from another, <clears throat> another website. So this website has statistics for men, children, teenagers, and adults, and for women, children, teenagers, and adults. Now, for the sake of this podcast, we are just going to look at the women's statistics. But if you are curious about the men's statistics, please click on through and read. It's a really, really interesting read, okay? So body image statistics for women. So children and teenagers. Number one. Research has shown that around 50% of young 13-year-old American girls reported being unhappy with their body. This number grew to nearly 80% by the time girls reached 17 years of age. To be honest, I'm surprised it's not more. But, okay. Um, nearly 80% of young teenage girls report fears of becoming fat. Number three, in German adolescent girls, nearly one third perceived a BMI of less than 18 to be the ideal female body size. Now, the BMI is a whole different conversation, and that is, excuse me, and that is a really challenging topic, but essentially a BMI of less than 18 is underweight, just to give you 
the basis of that. Number four, a total of 36% of German child and adolescent girls felt fat, 22% were terrified of gaining weight, and 36% reported feeling, regularly feeling upset about their weight or shape. In 657 Spanish girls, nearly 50% expressed a desire for a thinner body, despite being of a normal body weight. In the same sample of Spanish girls, nearly 90% of girls who were overweight expressed a desire for a thinner body, and only 11% wanted their body to stay the same. And number seven, simply body image was listed in the top four concerns for young women. Now, some of these statistics are really alarming, and I have to say none of them surprise me at all, at all. As a woman who was a teenager and was a girl who suffered from feeling inadequate and disgusting and overweight and who, you know, I, I was put on Weight Watchers, I believe I was 11 the first time. Um, that's exactly what I would expect, right? It's exactly what I would expect. And it's interesting to me that these numbers, so this was published, this article was published um, recently in March of 2021. Um, but of course, some of the studies that they um, refer to are older, right? Um, but they're all fairly recent within the last few years. And it's international, right? This is all different countries having very similar, very similar experiences. Now, so let's look at the adult women category. And I want to see if you find this shocking, or if you're kind of nodding along with me, unfortunately. Number one, in a Switzerland study of 1,000 adult women aged 30 to 74 years, despite 73% of women falling within the normal weight range, more than 70% of these women expressed a desire to be thinner. This trend also held true for older women over the age of 65. 65% were of normal weight, yet 62% of these women wished to be thinner. And I wanna just take a minute here because this point brings up something really, really important to talk about. And that is having a thin body does not mean that you are immune to having a poor body image, All right? And when I say having a thin body, what I really mean is having like a quote unquote socially desirable body. Okay, right now, 2021, generally speaking, the female body is supposed to, air quotes, supposed to be tall, thin, curvy, right? Big bum, big boobs, tiny waist, um, smooth skin. Ideally, you want to have a very, very flat stomach. Um, fair skin, right? Light skin uh, and tall. That is generally speaking what the female ideal of beauty is these days. And when we're looking at the numbers here, it's looking at that despite the fact that most of these women, right, it said 73% of women fell within what's considered a normal weight range, more than 70% of those women wanted to be thinner. So just because you are of a certain body size does not mean that you are immune from having a really poor body image, right? A poor body image can affect all people of all ages, all shapes, sizes, genders, across the board, right? We all have bodies. Um, okay, number two, around 60% of elderly women aged 60 to 70 years in Austria are dissatisfied with their body and more than half reported restricting their eating as a means to prevent weight gain. 
These are women who are 60 to 70 years and they are still restricting their eating. I would be really interested to know how many of those women have been restricting eating their entire adult lives or if they've just started this as they're older. That would be an interesting thing and that's not included in this. Um, number three, in American adult women, 23% reported frequent body checking and 11% reported body image avoidance. One large cohort study reported no differences in rates of body dissatisfaction between Caucasian and African-American adult women with around 50% of the women from each group reporting body dissatisfaction. So like I said, every age, every shape, size, gender, every skin color, every religion, it's gonna go all across the board, right? We are all people, we all have bodies. Number four, nearly 23% of Australian women report an overvaluation of weight and shape. Now, I actually think that that must be way higher. That overvaluation simply means that they put a lot of value on it, right? Like it is extremely important in their life. I don't think 23% captures it. I would be really, really surprised if it was only 23 actually. Uh, number five, nearly 70% of adult women report withdrawing from activities due to their body image. Right here, so many times. Can you, you know, can you say you've done the same? I bet probably. Um, number six, in more than 50,000 adults, 60% of women thought they were too heavy and were self-conscious about their weight. 30% reported being too uncomfortable in a swimsuit and 20% thought that they were unattractive. Yeah, that sounds about right, unfortunately. And number seven, in a sample of 160 African-American adult women, 47% were dissatisfied with their body image, 11% felt that they were unattractive, and 75% were somewhat unsatisfied with their weight. So if we just look at all of these statistics for a second, and that was a lot, there was a lot of numbers thrown at you right there. Um, there are a few overarching themes. <clears throat> Excuse me. There are a few overarching themes. Number one, body image challenges go everywhere. They are all across the board. Every age, shape, size, gender, skin color, like it doesn't matter who you are. If you have a body, you can suffer from a poor body image. Okay. Number two, it is so common. So if you are part of this group, you are not alone by a long shot. You are not alone. If you have a, what's considered, what most people would consider, would consider an attractive body or a thin body or an athletic body, or you feel like you should just be happy with what you've got, please know that you are allowed to have a poor body image. Okay, so if anybody's ever shamed you for having a poor body image, if you feel like it's not safe to talk about this with certain people because you think that they'll judge you because like, oh, how could you feel like that? You, when you look the way you do, just know that you can have a poor body image. Okay, this impacts everybody. It is incredibly common. There is no shame in it if you do. Okay, there's absolutely no shame if you do, like I said, I did for years, I was in this deep, this was my life, it ruled my life. Now I am very much out the other side for the most part, but I still have bad body image days. I still have days where I check my body in the mirror. I still have days where I wish that I was smaller. I still have days where I get judgy or I start pinching bits of myself. It happens, right? I just catch it sooner. 
I have the tools now to catch it so that it, it doesn't spiral. This is, doesn't become my whole life. This, this is a few minutes of my life before, before I snap myself out of it. Um, so what can you do about it? Right. So if you've listened to this episode and you're sort of sitting there nodding along being like, yep, 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 yep. That all sounds very accurate. Yes, that's me. Yes, that sounds familiar. What can you do about it? One very simple action step that you can take today, right now, in this moment, after listening to this episode is curate your social media. Curate your social media. What do I mean by that? I mean, social media is a part of our lives, whether we like it or not. And it can be a positive or a negative influence depending on what we choose. Now, if you have chosen up until this point to follow people who make you feel really crappy about your body, essentially what you have been choosing is you've been choosing body shame. You've been choosing to reinforce that poor body image. Right. So if you follow, for example, if you follow um, certain social media accounts where the women are always perfectly dressed or really fashionable or their bodies are sort of what you consider the ideal and you're looking at them not going, oh, wow, power to you. That's awesome. But you're looking at it going, oh, my God, I'll never be like her. I'm disgusting. I'm fat. I'm what? Maybe it's time to unfollow. Maybe it's time to stop looking at that and instead choose to follow people who make you feel amazing. Choose to follow people and accounts who lift you up, right? There are so many body positive accounts. If you just go on whatever your social media platform of choice is, you know, Facebook or Instagram or YouTube or wherever, um, get on there and just start searching, right? Body positive, body positivity, whatever it happens to be. Um, the body positive movement is a great one. You're going to find people and accounts and posts and images that lift you up and make you feel amazing. Listening to podcasts such as this one, where a lot of the topics, a lot of the conversations revolve around how we relate to our bodies. It is going to help you, right? This is going to be part of what lifts you up. Social media is not inherently good or bad. Social media is a tool right? So you get to choose how you want to use it. And lastly, before closing off, I just really want to address the, um, the fear that many people have around healing their body image. Like if I'm not beating myself up anymore, if I'm not calling myself, you know, fat and ugly and lazy, if I'm not standing in the mirror, pinching my fat and wishing it was gone or fantasizing about being thinner. If I'm not doing that, then am I just gonna be fat and lazy forever? Like, am I just sort of giving up on all of this? And my answer to you is number one, hell no, you're not giving up. What you're doing is choosing to live your life from a place of love and kindness instead of hate. And you cannot hate yourself happy. You cannot hate yourself thin. You cannot hate yourself beautiful. You cannot hate yourself satisfied with life. You cannot hate yourself into joy. You cannot use hate to create good. You cannot. That is not how this shit works. So when we're talking about this, we are talking about choosing kindness, choosing acceptance, choosing positivity, choosing gratitude, choosing to look on the bright side to create changes. That is what we're doing. All right. We're choosing love, not hate. You know what? 
it's sort of a funny it's like a funny slogan choose love not hate peace everybody but like it's true right that is exactly what we are doing here so i want you to go curate your social media get rid of the stuff that brings you down start bringing things in that lift you up and understand that you cannot create a life that you love through hate you have got to turn it around we are going to look on the positive side from now on you deserve it you deserve to be so happy you deserve to be filled with joy if you want to find out more about doing this work doing the deep work that it takes to really undo years and years and years of body image challenges and you would like to have a chat you are invited to book a free call there is a link to do so in the show notes i would absolutely love to chat with you these are no obligation calls i do a couple of them each week if you're interested go on down click through the link um, thank you so much for being here thank you for listening so much love to you see you next time All of the links mentioned during the episode are down in the show notes. Please make sure to go on over and check them out. Also, please remember to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform. And I would be forever grateful if you would go on over and leave us a review on iTunes as well. That's going to help this message reach more women. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Here is to you loving yourself.